Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shravan. We've got Tarun here with us. Hi, everyone. And welcome to the Space Jam. I was waiting a whole week to say that. It wasn't worth it, was it? <laughs> no, it never is. Whenever you wait to say something, it's never worth it. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Space Jam this week. So Space Jam, a new legacy. But we'll, we'll touch on the previous 1996 version of the original Space Jam as well. We were also meant to review Snake Eyes this week, but we haven't had a chance to watch it because we're in lockdown, so hopefully we can watch that next week. But this week we'll focus on Space Jam, and there's a lot to talk about actually, so let's get straight into it. So I've got a bit of background, and then we can jump into our thoughts of it spoiler-free, and then we can jump into our spoilers later on in the episode. So I'll put all the links the timestamps to these sections in the description of the episode and you can skip to whichever section you want to. bit of background. This is directed by Malcolm D. Lee. I looked at what he's directed in the past. So he's directed most of the movies that I haven't heard of. So I'll give you the list and tell me if you've seen any of these. The Best Man. Nope. Undercover Brother. Nope. Roll Bounce. What? <laughs> Roll Bounce. R-O-L-L. Bounce. In 2005. No, no. Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins in 2008. <laughs> I wish I'd seen that. <laughs> Soul Men, also in 2008. And then Scary Movie 5, which, I mean, I haven't seen it, but obviously it's part of the Scary Movie franchise. Best Man Holiday, the Best Man Holiday. Did a sequel to that first one. <laughs> oh, it must be, yeah, The Best Man and then The Best Man Holiday. And then 2016, Barbershop, The Next Cut. I think I've heard of that movie. I'm pretty sure it has that guy. It starts with his name starts with T. 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 Yeah, who's in it? It is with Ice Cube. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something else then. <laughs> yep, fair enough. Ice Cube, Cedric <laughs> the Entertainer, Regina Hall, Anthony Anderson. No, no, I haven't heard of it. And then after that, he did Girls Trip, which I have heard of. Yeah, that's meant to be all right. And uh, then he did Night School with Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, sure. the Kevin Hart one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then, That's also meant to be not the worst. And then he's done uh, this movie, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Which is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, spoilers for the review, but we'll get into your thoughts on it in a second. And then are you, are you looking forward to his next movie, which is the Hot Wheels movie? No, no, I'm not looking forward to it at all. <laughs> it, it, actually, I'm never watching anything made by this guy ever again. <laughs> uh, okay. To be fair, it's, it might not be his fault, but this movie's trash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you'll hear my thoughts in a second. So, in terms of development, mm. let's talk about the first Space Jam. You were obviously very young when it came out in 1996, but do you remember watching mm. it? Yeah, on TV. I don't, I don't think I watched it in the cinemas, but it was on TV like every month. Yeah, I don't think I watched it in the cinemas either, mm. but I did watch it on VHS a couple of times. I remember watching it on VHS because we used to watch it forwards and then we 
watch it backwards when you rewind it on VHS. So you, I don't know why we did that, but we did that. The first Space Jam movie is not a good movie either, but I like it. Yeah, it's not great, but it's I don't know if it's just nostalgia value. Not that I I didn't like love the first Space Jam. I don't remember as a I kid did. going like this is the best movie ever, but I liked it as a kid. I like the part when the monsters, the monsters, sorry, steal all the powers of the other the players. Basketball players, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some good parts in that. I think in that Bugs Bunny and all the other Looney Tunes, they're, they're the ones that have, they need the help, right? They they ask for Michael Jordan yeah, to come. Yeah, they enlist, yeah. enlist Michael Jordan. Yeah, so they get Michael Jordan to come help them, whereas this is sort of a reversal of that, but we'll get into the story in a second. But did you know that there were multiple other sequels to Space Jam that were planned, but this was the only one that was actually made? Yeah, yeah, I know. There was Skate Jam w- with Tony Hawk, Skate Jam. The Skate other jam. one was the the Golf one. I don't know what they called it. Golf Jam. Was it called Golf Jam? I think okay. so. Okay, yeah, well, that's Woods. horrible, Dad. Yeah. Tiger Woods. And there was one more. There was one called Race Jam with a NASCAR driver, and there's one called Spy Jam with Jackie Chan. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there was another one where it was a dark sequel to Space Jam where Warner Brothers got a new head, and the, the new head didn't want the old Looney Tunes anymore. He wanted, like, new CGI characters. So he finds a clause in the contracts of the Looney Tunes saying that they need high school education, and none of them have high school education, so they end up going back to high school. And this applies to all Warner Brothers employees. So apparently, apparently Keanu Reeves hasn't graduated high school. So apparently, Keanu Reeves was going to be in it, and it would have been Keanu Reeves and the Looney Tunes in high school, and it would have been like a Breakfast Club situation. But with- school jam. Yeah, might, maybe I don't. I don't think it had a title, but yeah, I guess school jam works. <laughs> yeah. High school jam. Yeah, but it would have been um, Keanu Reeves and the Looney Tunes in high school. All of those could potentially have been better than this. Yeah, like legitimately, they all could have been potentially better than this. But it set a low bar, so it's like anything can be better than this. So a guy shitting on the street taking taking video <laughs> of a guy shitting on the street could be better than this. <laughs> oh, like, well, okay. Anything's possible. Yeah. So, apart from that, they did have a spiritual sequel to Space Jam, which was Looney Tunes Back in Action. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I didn't mind that, actually. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, yeah. Brendan Fraser. Apparently, that didn't do that well. So, they cancelled all the other sequels to Space Jam until this one. All right. In terms of release, so this was released a couple of weeks ago in theaters and also on HBO Max. So, for those in the US, they can watch it on HBO Max. And running time, it's 115 minutes. We'll talk about that in terms of budget, this is a pretty big budget movie. So it cost $150 million, which is the same amount that I think Black Widow cost. LeBron James, is this the first movie he's ever been in? No, no. I've seen the other movie he's in. He's in uh, Trainwreck. It's actually all right in it. So apart from Trainwreck, he's also in some other movies. So he did a voice in the movie Smallfoot. Haven't, oh, I haven't seen that. Which no. is a Warner Bros. animated movie as well. And then he was in Square Roots, the story of... SpongeBob SquarePants in 2009. Obviously, another, I think another voice, or maybe he was actually in it, I don't know. And then in 2008, he was in a movie called More Than a Game as himself as well. I think that's a documentary. And Trainwreck, he, he was playing himself? Or was he a character? Yeah, he's playing himself. Yeah. Yeah. The lead character in Trainwreck is a surgeon for LeBron. Sports stars. And a couple of footnotes on this movie. So Terrence Nance was the original director of this movie and left during the production because of creative differences. And then Malcolm D. Lee was put in his place. Bradford Young was initially the cinematographer but exited during the production, also due to creative differences. And then they got another cinematographer in. Hans Zimmer was initially the composer of the film's score, but due to unknown reasons, he was replaced by Chris Bowers. And Lola Bunny's longtime voice actress, Kath Sochi, was initially announced to reprise the role, and later Zendaya replaced her. Apparently, she already recorded all the lines as well. Obviously, there was some stuff happening in the background with this movie where people were just leaving. Yeah, because it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they they jumped off board before uh, while while they could. Okay, so you've made your your thoughts very clear on this movie. So what what was the story of this one? The story story quotation marks. <laughs> There's. There's LeBron and he's got his son. It's not his actual son. It's just some bloke. Uh, what's his name? The son's name? 
Yeah, it's been two weeks since I've seen this, so I try to erase it from my memory. So. I, I don't know the actor. Is he like a known actor? Or? No, no. What's his name in the movie? Oh, what's his name in the movie? Dom. Dom, which is not his actual son's name. His actual son's name is Bronny, which is also a very bad name. <laughs> um, that's his older son, right? Bronny James. Bronny James, yeah. Yeah, that's his elder yeah. son. But this is his second son in the movie? Like, his older son's in the movie, too. He's got three kids, right? Yeah, he's got three. In this movie, he's got three. I don't know how many he has in I think real life. I think he has three in real life as well. So, it's Bronny. And I think Bronny James is, like, 16 or something. He's pretty- He's 17. He's going to be He's gonna be drafted next year. The theory is to talk about basketball for a little bit, that LeBron James' contract ends at the Lakers next year, and Bronny James is going to get drafted next year. So, he's going to play for whichever team get drafts Bronny James. So, they're going to have father-son combo. Oh, so they're going to play together. That's what he wants to do. Well, he must have had his kid pretty young because he's 37. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think there's a bit of a gap between his older son and his second son. And then even more of a gap between his... Because his daughter's like really young. His daughter's like five years old or something. Talking about basketball, again, j- just before we jump back in the story. Have you heard the story about when LeBron came to Lakers, when he came to LA, and then Ibrahimovic... The, the football player, he tweeted the that- The soccer player, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, he tweeted that the God and the King are both in Los Angeles now. And then LeBron sent Ibrahimovic his jersey, like a, a Lakers jersey, a LeBron Lakers jersey. And then Ibrahimovic signed it and sent it back to LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> a interesting bloke, that Ibrahimovic. <laughs> Yeah, generally what you do is if LeBron sends you a, sends you a jersey, you keep it and you like frame it. But you send a you send a jersey back to him as well. <laughs> you send your jersey back to him. They should do a football version of Space Jam with Ibrahimovic because he's in LA anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Continue. What's what's the story of this one? His son makes video games, but LeBron wants him to play basketball. Yeah, so essentially he's not a great father. I wonder if he's like this in real life. You would hope not. <laughs> and then, yeah, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle's a computer, and Don Cheadle wants LeBron to be, uh, I don't know, what he wants him to be in his movies or some shit. I don't know. This bullshit, this is, absolute, this is the biggest bullshit. Don Cheadle wants him to be in a movie, and he doesn't want to, so he takes LeBron into a computer and he's like, you play me in basketball now. Essentially, that's what happens. So, Don Cheadle is an algorithm named LG Rhythm. So, um, oh my God. they got very creative <laughs> with that name. And then he, I think what he wants is like, he's come up with some, he's like, oh, LeBron's like super famous. He's got so many social media followers. So, if we make a movie with him, Warner Bros. is going to make a lot of movie, a lot of money. So, that's-, that's So, this part of the movie- actually wasn't part of the movie. That's the planning process for this movie. Is yes. They filmed the planning process for this movie and they're like, let's oh, just let's put just put in. this in. <laughs> yeah, let's just put this in. Yeah, let's just put this in. The funny I legitimately part is- think this movie was made by an algorithm. This movie was made by an algorithm. Probably, like, I won't be- it, it feels like it is because it's like a- it, it's kind of looked at movies that were that were successful using this sort of formula and, it's, and then it's like, let's see what Warner Brothers has. And let's see what we can do to make a similar movie that will make a lot of money. So, uh, what algorithms do is they use historical data to predict future data, essentially. So, that's, yeah, that's essentially what's, what's happening here. Uh, that's what some algorithms do anyway. They're smart, smarter algorithms, but this one's not that smart. It's Don Cheadle. So, <laughs> <laughs> and his name's Algae Rhythm. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Just let that settle for a little bit. <laughs> So we can jump into the positives and negatives. So obviously you've got a lot more negatives, but I'll start with I got my- I got one positive. Okay. I got one positive for this movie. Okay, what is it? And that's it. There's this one part where there's this cameo and it was pretty funny. Okay, there's one good joke. Do you want me to tell what the cameo was? We'll do it in No spoilers, one cares. But yeah. Uh, no one no one cares. But yeah, there's this one cameo and it's funny. But that's it. The rest of it I hated it. So I've got a couple more positives. I, I'm not as negative on this as you maybe because you you tempered my expectations you told me that this is the worst movie you ever seen so i was like wow this must be pretty bad and when i watched it it wasn't that bad it's not but it's still bad but it's not that bad so i think in terms of positives it's got a bit of heart i think the first space jam it didn't really have that much of a story right it was like the the looney tunes wanted 
Michael Jordan to help him win a basketball game. That was the story. Here it's a bit more like it's father-son dynamic. LeBron's a bad father and he has to- Yeah, look, it could work, but everyone in this movie is the worst actor ever, so <laughs> it doesn't work. It, you feel nothing because everyone is so bad at acting. <laughs> But yeah, I, I give them I give them a bit of credit for trying something a little bit different, I guess. And then it's got an updated premise for 2021. So the first one was in space. That's why it was called Space Jam because it was about aliens playing basketball. No, nah, it's not in space. This, the first one's not in space. Well, the, the aliens come from space. Come from space. So it's but it's based it's, in it's about aliens based on Earth. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah. But where do they play? They're playing the tune. The, I- the tune world is like it's like in the Earth. It's like un- yeah, into the right. Earth. Yeah, that's right. It's in the Earth. But the basketball game itself yeah. is on Earth, right? It's just in normal. No, no. It's in the Toon world, isn't is it? Is it in Toon world? How does Bill Murray turn up? He goes in- He goes into the hole of the golf course. Okay, yeah. 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 I think you're right. I haven't seen the original Space Jam in a while. But yeah. Anyway, the first movie is about aliens. This one's about the cyber world. So it's like a spizer. It's a cyberspace. It's about cyber. It's a cyberspace jam. Maybe they should have called it that. Wouldn't have made the movie better, but... <laughs> But, yeah, it's about yeah, an algorithm that creates different worlds. And then there's this dispersed in the Warner Brothers universe. Like, it's called the serververse where all the Warner Brothers pro- properties live. So, it's like Game of Thrones and DC and Harry Potter and Matrix and everything. So, they touch on that. It tries to do that. There have been movies that have done this better already. So, Ready Player One and Ralph Breaks the Internet both did a similar thing as this, but they both probably did it better. And we'll get into that in negatives. And then I thought the Looney Tunes were okay. I, I'm not a Looney Tunes guy, but I thought they were all right in this. I didn't find them very funny. I don't know if I've ever really found them that funny. It's very slapstick. It's not my thing. But I yeah. think kids will like this movie. I think kids will like this movie like we enjoyed the original Space Jam. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think it's that good. I think it's got- Compared to the- it's got stuff that kids will like. It's got well, my boss's kids went and watched this movie, and he said they normally like rave about a movie after they see it. They enjoyed it for what it was, but then they forgot it. Like they they forgot it in like a day. Fair enough. Yeah. So I think kids will enjoy it while they watch it, but they probably won't remember it afterwards. And when we say kids, like this is going to appeal to like. Little Five-year-olds. Kids. Yeah, little kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not like teens or- But yeah. the bullshit in this is, it's like, yeah, it's meant to, it appeals to five-year-olds. And then they're referencing like the 1990 Matrix and like Castle Game Blanca. of Thrones and Rick and Morty. It's like, <laughs> why are you referencing this stuff? The kids don't know what this yeah, stuff they is. they won't understand it. Yeah, like they reference the Matrix, yeah. Harry Potter. They reference Casablanca, which is like- How's that even like? Is that such a big property for Warner Brothers that it had to be in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand that. Like, are they trying to get eighty-year-olds in to watch this? <laughs> are they trying to appear to? So it's like, use? yeah, it's it's made for kids, but you're trying to reference all these products to bring in all the older people as well. So, yeah, I th- I don't think it's made for kids. They tried to get everyone in. It's not good. It's not good for everyone. Like the kids might enjoy it for what it is. But the kids enjoyed Boss Baby as well. That's a shit movie. So, <laughs> I guess we're in the negatives now. So I think the it's a bad attempt at putting together Warner Brothers properties. Like I said, it's there have been better ways of doing this. I think Ralph Breaks the Internet is probably the best version of trying to do this sort of meta, bringing in properties of a certain studio and like putting it all into one movie. So Ralph Breaks the Internet did that with all the Disney stuff um, and it had like – some Marvel stuff in it, some Star Wars stuff in it. It made sense because that was where he goes into the internet. He surfs the internet, essentially, So, and, and it made sense. And I think Ready Player One, that was about a game. I guess it sort of made sense in that movie as well, and it was probably better done than what it was in this movie. I think this movie is it's, it's a little bit too – it feels like they're trying too hard to do this, like they're, they're forcing it into the premise. The thing about the references is – there is, if you take out this reference, it doesn't change the story one bit because they chuck in these references at a blistering pace. By the way, it's like it's like a ten minute montage where they're just like reference, 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 reference right after each other, and it's it's not funny because it's just oh look, it's the Matrix and the grannies in the Matrix. Oh look, it's Casablanca and this dude's 
this Looney Tunes dude is in Casablanca. It's not a reference. It's just people in stuff. And then there was like a Mad Max thing as well, and there was a DC thing, and and it's all within ten minutes. You're right. So it's not like they're uh, well. So they have that. Obviously, there's a basketball game at the end of the game. At the at the end of the movie, there's a basketball game, and the crowd is all these characters. Except it's like the characters they have are like really bad to average cosplay. <laughs> like what you'd see, what you see at Comic Con, but like not even good versions of that. Like pretty bad versions of that. <laughs> and if anything, it's just distracting because you're looking at the back. It's like who's that guy dressed as Daddy DeVito, Penguin, and Batman? Yeah. It's like why is this guy here? <laughs> yeah, it's like really cheap. It's like what you would like a Halloween costume, but you ran out of time, and it's like the 29th of October and you quickly have to get a costume and you run to the store and you get something. It's, it's that quality. So none of the references move the story forward and none of them are that funny. The only thing that was funny was this one cameo. That was it. And the rest is not funny. <laughs> I think the basketball game was... The basketball game was okay. Yeah, I think the okay. basketball game was all right. Yeah. There was some cool stuff in the basketball game. I'll admit that. It was okay. But other than that, the rest is... There's this, there's this sequence at the start where LeBron becomes animated it's in the it's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. But that is the worst sequence. <laughs> like that whole sequence where he's animated, just the worst. <laughs> I didn't mind some parts of that. It's not as great, and uh, as you said, the acting is not good. Uh, LeBron is. Do you think Michael Jordan was better than LeBron? I don't know. I think they're nah, probably not. They're probably equivalent. Yeah, they're probably but- about the same. He doesn't really yeah. have to act that. He's playing himself, so he doesn't really have to act that much in this. But there's it's there's some really bad acting, like like seriously bad stuff in this. I have a feeling they animated him because he was that bad at acting, so they're like, oh, let's just animate him for a while. <laughs> let's just do this in animation. Yeah, yeah, like there's there's a couple of scenes where he's meant to get like emotional, and they actually don't show him. Like they, he's like getting emotional with his son, but they don't show him. They show his son instead. <laughs> You can't go that wrong acting as yourself. So I didn't think he was that bad. The Looney Tunes weren't in it. Like, they were in it, but I think that the other reason they made this movie was to try to make Looney Tunes more accessible and more popular with the current generation. And I don't think it does, (laughs) in short. Any other negatives? Anything we missed? Oh, well, the whole movie is a big negative. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not as negative on this as you are. I I think it... It has some redeeming qualities. I think the basketball game was okay. I think that premise of like an algorithm in this current age, because a lot of corporations use algorithms to drive decision making. So it wouldn't surprise me if Warner Brothers, like this feels like a product of an algorithm, like you said. It doesn't feel like it's it's a satire on the current system. It feels like it's a product of the current system where they're, mm-hmm. they're just churning out movies just to, just formulate movies, like looking at what was successful, putting that together, mashing it together, and try to make a movie that makes money, essentially. So it feels like a product of that rather than being a satire of that. But yeah, there's a couple of, I thought there was a couple of redeeming features. The animation was okay. It was the, the 2D animation in that section, which you really The 3D hate. animation's trash. <laughs> the, at the end where they become 3D, yeah. that looks trash. But yeah. the 2D part was okay, I thought. It was all right. That part was just so. I told you this after I came out, but when they when they did this two D animation part, we're, we're jumping into spoilers. It's a cognitive regression for me. It's a cognitive regression for you. Yeah, it's yeah. I think the the negatives outweigh the positives, but it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, I think I don't think it's the worst movie we've reviewed on this podcast. No, I think it is. I think the nun was worse than this. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, but anyway, the, the 2D animation scene, there's this, he goes into Toon World and he like meets up with Bugs and it's like, it's going at like a blistering pace. Like all this stuff's happening. Like Bugs draws like a tunnel on a wall and then he goes through the wall and then like he comes out in a car. It's like all this stuff's happening. And then they're talking in the background and they're like moving the story along. And then while all this was happening, this guy behind me just goes, this is shit. <laughs> and I had to, I had to agree with him because it was, it was shit. It was so bad. <laughs> so, so the guy, the guy in the cinema, well, while you're watching it, he's yeah, random bloke. Reaction. Yeah. Okay. That was his um, immediate reaction. I think that part was definitely rushed when he goes into the Toon World and then, and there's, there's just blatant pro- Okay. So we're in full spoilers now. So if you haven't watched the movie, and you actually care about spoilers, come back to this point and listen to our spoilers. But there, there's blatant product placement as well. So he lands in the Toon world. He lands as a Nike symbol as well. I'm like, why? And then obviously they've kind of put in all these references. So like when he falls through the serververse, you see like all the different worlds. And like every time he goes into a different world, there's like music for that world as well. So every time they go into Harry Potter, but, it's like the Harry Potter music for no reason. But it's like it doesn't do anything. Like those characters don't form any part of the story in the in the whole thing. So it's like, oh, okay, there's this Harry Potter universe in this. Is Harry Potter going to do something to help? Mark, uh, help. Sorry, I was about to say Michael Jordan. Help uh, LeBron James do something in the basketball game? No, it's just there so he can say, oh, I'm a Hufflepuff. Who cares? I don't care if you're a Hufflepuff, LeBron. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. It, and there's a section of the movie where he's meant to be recruiting people for his team to take on his son. Uh, I guess Bugs Bunny has a bit of a story where all the Looney Tunes leave the Toon world because it's not good or whatever. Like, the, there's other better worlds in Warner Brothers, so they will leave and only Bugs Bunny stays. So he has this motive to, like, get everyone back together. So that's his thing. So he gets all the Looney Tunes together, despite LeBron saying that they should get other other characters. So I think this movie would have probably worked better if they did get some of the other characters. But anyway, they don't have that many references. Like there's a part in the DC animated universe where Bugs is Batman and LeBron is Robin, I think, for a little bit. Again, it, t- it lasts like a minute. I think, look, you would like this if you just like... If you like scenes, like if you like, if you go to YouTube and watch montages of people referencing things in uh, in movies, so like, do you know that scene in Batman and Robin when Batman goes, "This is why Superman works alone" or something? Yeah. If you like that scene, you'll like all the references in this scene because it's a reference to nothing that affects the movie <laughs> pr- afterwards. Yeah. People hate Ready Player One because it references a lot of stuff and they're like, oh, it's just blatant. They're just using these other properties to try and get more benefit out of the, like, to get people to watch Ready Player One. At least in Ready Player One, some of the references move the story along. But in this, it's just nothing. It's just, oh, Rick and Morty's in this. Come watch this. Yeah, Rick or and Harry Potter's in this. Casablanca's in this. <laughs> For those 80-year-olds that that love Casablanca. Yeah, it was just a weird, weird combination of 
of things. The Gruddy does Matrix. Come, come watch the Gruddy do Matrix. Yeah, because that's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is this all that Warner Brothers has? I feel like there's there was more stuff they could have referenced. But like, if they were going to do references, if they were going to make a movie for like pure references, don't put them all in ten minutes. <laughs> like, then put them all in ten minutes of your runtime, and then just not have anything after that, and then just discount that by having all the people watching the basketball game be different characters. That just takes away from the game. And also. In the background, you mentioned this in the background, there's all the DC characters in the basketball game. They've got some weird additions. They've got, do you know the druids from Clockwork Orange? Why are they in the background? Like, why is, who decided that Clockwork Orange would be a good idea? They, apparently, like, there's these nuns in the background that are from this 1980s Warner Brothers movie about, like, I don't know, like, sadistic nuns or something. It's It's meant to be, like, a really... Well, it's like Clockwork Orgy movie. It's like an unreleased movie or something, isn't it? Like it's unreleased on home video or something. Why are they in the background of this kid's movie? (laughs) It doesn't make sense. Like it's not like the kids are going to be like, oh, look at those nuns. They're from that movie that we watched. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Unless you got really bad parents and for some reason. Yeah, unless you got messed up kids. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There was some weird, like there was it as well. Like kids aren't, kids aren't going to watch it. Like it's. I think I've got a list of all the different characters that we see. So Iron Giant, Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin, another cosplay version of, of Mr. Freeze. And, right. and they've got multiple Jokers. They've got like the Joker, Heath Ledger Joker. They've got the the really old Joker, the Adam West Joker. And then they've got the the Jack Nicholson one. Jack Nicholson, yeah. So King Kong was there sitting in the back. Pennywise, Frankenstein Jr., Space Ghost, The Mask. As well, that's a very updated reference. Hey, everyone loves hearing about the mask. <laughs> yeah, Voldemort was there. Batman and Robin were there, and Wizard of Oz monkeys, the Nun, and Penguin. I think they had a couple of versions of Penguin. Actually, they had they had the Daddy Devito one. I saw that one. Yeah, and I think there was the Adam West Penguin as well. I haven't even watched the Adam West Batman. Like I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I don't even know it. Like <laughs> little kids are not going to get if- this. <laughs> If it was a better movie, I could forgive all that, but it's not. Like, the stuff around it isn't any better than that, just the bladed referencing stuff. So, it's like, what's even the point? The Flintstones were there. So, there's this little sequence where, like, all the different characters come running into the basketball game and you see yeah. all these different characters. Yep. But yeah. And it looks real trash as well. It doesn't look good. Any other spoilers? I think the, the one joke you were talking about, which was actually pretty funny, was about Michael Jordan. Cause, so it's at halftime of the game and they're getting completely smashed in the game. And Sylvester, which is Sylvester, right? The cat. I don't even know. Yeah, it is Sylvester. Who's the, who's the big fluffy guy? I don't even know that the character. The red dude? Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, don't know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a big fluffy guy. But anyway, Sylvester, the cat, he's like, oh, I found Michael Jordan in the audience. And- and then there's this like whole scene where you see someone walking up and it's not Michael Jordan, it's Michael B. Jordan, which is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was funny. I enjoyed that scene. That was the only scene I enjoyed. And I'm pretty sure Michael B. Jordan, I don't know if he's, is he friends with LeBron, maybe he is, but I know Ryan Coogler is an executive producer for this movie, so maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why. I wouldn't be surprised. Michael, Michael B. Jordan's done an NBA game before. He like acted in an NBA game. So I, he's, like a, he's like a basketball fan. Porky Pig does a rap. Pork- what do yeah. you think about that? I it was fine. Like I, I didn't actively you, hate Porky it. Porky Pig did a rap, <laughs> and you said it was fine. I didn't actively hate it. I mean, it was there. It exists. I think some people in, might in love it. In the basketball game, yeah. he does in halftime show at the basketball game. He does a rap battle, and he does a rap, and you didn't you didn't hate it. Yeah, it was for style points. You're not you're not being harsh enough on this movie. <laughs> this movie is trash. It was for start. So they have these. Um, it's not a normal basketball game because it's the game that his son created. So it's got all these other rules where you get. It's basically NBA Jam. It's NBA Jam. Okay. Yeah. So do you get extra which is like an old basketball game and stuff? Like you get extra points for like dunking over people and stuff like that. So essentially, it's that, and then he gets extra points for winning a rap battle. You just got to, like, the, the whole premise is pretty stupid. So, I just I just went with it. I was like, yeah, Porky Pig. Yeah, whatever. It's all right. <laughs> but I thought that I thought the game was okay. Like, the game once, so the first half they get completely slammed. 
But the second half, when they start becoming more loony, so LeBron's like, I should start having a bit more fun and let people be what they want to be rather than what I want them to be, which is like the message of the movie, I guess. So he lets the Looney Tunes do their thing and they end up coming back and winning. So. Yeah, so the the message for a kid's movie made for kids is that their parents should let them be what they want to be. Yeah, that's right. This movie is really made for the parents, but for some reason it appeals more to the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it appeals to no one because the kids won't get the references and the parents won't like the movie. Essentially. There's other basketball players in this. There's Stabian Lillard, Clay Thompson. There's some female- uh, Who else was there? WNBA players. There's two WNBA players. I don't watch WNBA, so I don't know. Do they play yeah, just- in the same team as LeBron? Oh, yeah. There's um, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis plays in the same team as LeBron. Lakers, yeah. The other two don't. Bugs Buddy dies- but who cares because he's alive. Yeah, that didn't make sense. So he, so there's this glitch in the game where if you do a... Is, is that like LeBron's trademark move or something? Just go forward, backward. No, nah, it's, it's just a move. Yeah, it's, so yeah. it's a move. And if you do that move, it crashes the whole game for some reason. The character that does that move gets wiped out They're in the final play and then LeBron's like, I'm going to do the move because I'm not a video game character, so I'm not going to die. Bugs Buddy, for some reason, is like, no, I'm going to do it. And he does it, and then he dies, and then yeah, but the then game. but then he's back anyway. But then in like the next scene, he's like in the real world, which the implications of that are probably more dire. Like, how did you get out of the cyberverse into the real world? Yeah, what's like how did then? that happen? Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised LeBron isn't even surprised. He's like, wait, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, yeah, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't seem surprised at all at the end. He's like, oh, Bugs Bunny, yeah, yeah. You should definitely be in the real world, a, a fictional cartoon character just walking around in the real world. That's the other thing. Like, they get sucked into this world. If I was in that position, I'd be, like, freaking out. Like, I'd be like, what is going on? LeBron and his son don't seem that phased by it. Like, LeBron is a little bit. His son doesn't even care. He's like, oh, I'm in virtual reality. And even all the people. So there's a section where anyone that watches the game gets sucked into it as well. No one seems to, like, everyone's like, yeah, we're watching a game, but you don't know where you are. You're out of reality. How did you get yeah, here? Yeah. yeah. I guess there are higher stakes in this movie because everyone that gets sucked into the game, if LeBron's team loses, the Toon Squad loses, they get stuck in the game. I don't know what LG Rhythm was trying to achieve by doing this. Also, all the Looney Tunes get wiped out if they lose the game for no reason at all as well. I don't know what gain he gets from that, but okay. We didn't really talk about Don Cheadle, but... He's trash in this. <laughs> well, he's not trash, but he's not good. <laughs> he's he's not good in this. I like Don Cheadle. He's good in a lot of things, but not in this. <laughs> I think his character was not great as well. LG Rhythm. Terrible name. It's an absolutely terrible name. One stat. So apparently 2.1 million US households streamed the film on HBO Max in the opening weekend, which is one of the best totals for a Warner Bros. HBO Max release. Do you know which part of the US was the most watched city for this? Uh, Los Angeles, probably. No, it was Cleveland. Oh, they still love him, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's left them twice. <laughs> well, he he started there, right? He He's from Cleveland. He, he got drafted there, then he left, went to Miami, then he came back there, and then he left and went to the Lakers. The actual game doesn't start quite late in the movie. I think it starts at like, an hour and a half into the movie or something. It's a long movie. It's a very long movie yeah. for no for no reason. Like, there's no reason for it to be this long. <laughs> well, and the, the other funny part, I thought this was funny. So they go to this studio, they go to Warner Brothers to listen to this pitch and LeBron takes his son with him for some reason. They take his son and they listen to this pitch about how they're going to put, they're going to scan LeBron into their servers and then they're going to put him in different movies. And then LeBron's like, that's the worst idea I've ever heard. Like, top five worst ideas and it's like, yeah, it is. But then this movie is that idea. But you did that in this movie. You can't You can't say, like, I think they'll try to be meta with it, and like the 21 Jump Street style meta where they, like, they do something, but then they reference it and be like, just do the same thing again. Like, if you've seen 22 Jump Street, it's basically the same movie as the first one, and they keep referencing it. They're like, just do the same thing you did in the, in the previous movie, essentially. <laughs> But it's funny when they do it in that. In this, you've just done what you've said you've done and it's not good. Yeah, and then his son is also there. And then they just have end up having this 
what should be a pretty private conversation in a, in a boardroom with all these other execs. They're like, there's this gaming camp next week and I'm going to go to it. And then LeBron's like, no, you're going to basketball camp. He's like, no, I don't want to go to basketball camp. I want to go to gaming camp. And then obviously the algorithm. And then watching. they somehow end up in the, yeah, they somehow end up in the elevator that takes them to the, like, the, what, what, what room's that? Like the, the room with all the systems in it? Yeah. And then they get sucked into the server, which doesn't make any sense. The son wants to go to gaming camp, and then after all the events of the movie, the son's like, "Oh, I don't. I think I'll put gaming on hold for a bit, and I want to. I'll just focus on basketball." But then LeBron's like, "Well, you're going to gaming camp now," <laughs> and he takes him to gaming <laughs> camp. <laughs> it did go exactly like that, but yeah, essentially that's what it is. <laughs> Whatever you want, I want you to do the opposite of that. <laughs> LeBron's. Happy, his son's happy, and it's a happy ending. And then the only people that aren't happy is everyone that watched the movie. <laughs> and then apparently Bugs Bunny and all the literatures are out in the real world. So do you think they'll make a sequel to this? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously hope not. I don't ever want to think about or watch this movie ever again. You had a really traumatic experience with this movie. I, yeah, it's it's not that bad. It's not good. I, I, it's no, it is that. It is that bad. <laughs> it is that bad. But I, I think if you watch this with friends, there's stuff in there you can trash a bit. You can have a good time. Maybe, maybe, but it's certainly not. It's not a good movie by any standard. There's not many redeeming values. Like I said, the only redeeming thing is Michael B. Jordan's cameo. That's it. Do you think they should have had another cameo in here, like like a Bill Murray? style cameo where he ends up playing or do you think they should have actually got michael jordan that would have been cool yeah that would have been cool if they got michael jordan i don't know if there's many things they could have done to actually save this movie i think it's <laughs> it's there's too many things going going um, <laughs> negative for it there's they would have had to change the whole movie for it to be better so i don't think adding another cameo would have uh would have helped it at all oh we did talk about lola bunny so Lo- lola bunny is in a Wonder Woman comic, I think, in this. Yeah, so she's uh, trained to become an Amazonian or something. Wonder Woman's in it. It's not Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. It was uh, apparently it was voiced by Rosario Dawson. I thought that was okay. It was all right. I thought the animation was actually. I would actually watch some of that animation. The one they had in the Wonder Woman sequence, even the the DC one they had, it was more like a Batman: The Brave and the Bold style of animation in that section. That a couple of different. Animation styles. Some of those references were okay, but again, they were just too quick and all bunched up together. Bit of trivia. Another director that left this movie before it even started was Justin Lin. So he left the movie to direct F9 and F10. Do you think he made a good decision? Better movies than this. (laughs) Okay. In 2014, LeBron was quoted as saying, I've always loved Space Jam. It's one of my favorite movies growing up. If I have the opportunity, it will be great. Further rumours are that James or Kevin Durant might also star as the new Monstars, but were eventually denied as LeBron commented that the Monstars wouldn't return, thus concluding that the film is a standalone sequel rather than a direct sequel. So the Monstars are actually in this, watching the game, aren't and they? And for, for some reason they're disappointed when LeBron wins. Yes. But why? They're going to get deleted if he wins, if he loses. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand that. Maybe they're just against humans. Yeah, so they would rather kill themselves than have, than have LeBron win. Marvin the Martian is in this. So he was the referee in the first Space Jam. He's not even a team in this one, but his spaceship is numbered A113, which is a reference to the classrooms at the California Institute of Arts which most of the animators for this movie came from. So that that's not just a reference in this movie, but it's a reference in a lot of Pixar movies as well because a lot of the Pixar animators also come from that institute. Rick and Morty are in this. Apparently it's the first time they've ever been in a theatrical movie. They're in it for like five seconds, literally. So if you're a Rick and Morty fan, don't go out and watch this movie just, just for that. It's not worth it. I think you tempered my expectations. So I, I was going in thinking that this was real trash, but... It's trash, but it's. I've seen worse. You also didn't watch this in the theater. Yes, I watched it streaming, so maybe that also contributed to me feeling that it was. You didn't spend seventeen dollars and fifty cents to watch this trash, <laughs> <laughs> and I also didn't have a guy sitting behind me saying this is this is trash in the movie. <laughs> 
yeah. the theater was full. The theater was full when I went to watch it, and not one person enjoyed the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing well. So it beat Black Widow. So it released the week after Black Widow, and it made more money than Black Widow in the second week, plus all the HBO Max viewers. So it's it's actually done relatively well, but it is a high budget movie. So 150 million is like pretty big. So it's probably not going to make all of that back. And apparently LeBron has a pretty good following in China from what I've heard. So maybe it'll do well in China. Well, my advice would be to stick to the basketball, LeBron. How long do basketball players play for? Like when do they usually retire? In their 40s? Yeah, that's that would be pretty late, I would think. But he's still pretty good, right? He's good, yeah. He'll play for a couple more years. Maybe two more years. So maybe he'll play till he's 40 and you'll get the father-son combination. I think he might retire after that. Who knows? If they were to make a Space Jam with another sport, who would they get? So if they did it with soccer. Cristiano Ronaldo would have to be. Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi. They do this based off how many social media followers they have. So, well, Virat Kohli has the most social media followers, but no one's going to watch a cricket jam. I'd watch it, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think Tom Brady's up there. They could do football jam. Tennis, they could do like a... Like a Serena Williams. Like oh, a, yeah. You could do a Serena Williams. Yeah, yeah. People would probably watch that. Or a Federer. I think they they would want to get an American. They would want to get an American in because it's like a... Yeah, it's like an American property. So they would go for like, like a Serena Williams, a Tom Brady, uh, I don't know, someone good at ice hockey. I don't know who plays <laughs> ice hockey. <laughs> and I guess it would have to be a team sport. You wouldn't really get a tennis no, no, it wouldn't work. So, like a a baseball player, we don't watch baseball either, so we don't know anyone. Or ice hockey, or soccer, or they could use like the the, the women's soccer team's quite popular in America, so they could get one of those girls, Megan. I don't know how to say her name, Megan Rapone or something. I don't know anything about women's football, so yeah. But if they do a cricket jam and they get Virakoli, it's gonna go gangbusters in India at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They would probably do it as a Bollywood movie in India. It would have, like, songs and stuff in it. Anushka Sharma would be in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what, which cartoon characters would they get? I don't know. Chota Bebo or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they do a cricket jab, it wouldn't do well in America, obviously, but it would do well in all the cricket-playing nations, like India, Australia, UK. I think if they do it, they'll it would have to be an American-based sport or property. But anyway, I, I, I don't want to see any of it. I, I don't. I, I, this hopefully it's a one and done. Yeah, we'll see if there's uh, if there's talks of any. I, I don't think there was any talks of sequels. I think it was meant to be a one and done, and maybe they'll do spin-offs later. But yeah, I think it was meant to be one and done. I wouldn't mind that Keanu Reeves thing though. High School Jam that actually sounds alright. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to hear your thoughts on Space Jam. I think some people might like this. You'd be surprised. No one, no one I wear with like it. <laughs> if you do have some thoughts on Space Jam, how do you contact us? So you can contact us at cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com or just search our name on all platforms. So I'll put the links to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram in the description below, and you can follow us on all of those platforms. If you want to support the podcast, you can do so via giving us a good review on iTunes or uh, any of your podcast streaming platforms. So the best way to make us more discoverable is to give us more reviews on iTunes because that's how the engine works. If you want to further support us, I will also uh, also leave a link to buy me a coffee down below and you can give us a one-off donation, which we'll use to further develop the podcast. Okay, another episode done. We finally got to that cognitive regression, the first of the year. I told you. Told you it would be this one. So next week, if we can go to the cinema, we'll be watching Snake Eyes and also Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise is also on Disney Plus, so either way, we'll be. I guess we'll watch that. If we can't go to the cinema, we'll have to fork out the the dollars to watch this on premium access. Apparently, Snake Eyes is not good. Ah, okay. It's going to be two two weeks in a row, is it, of regressions potentially? I watched all the previous G.I. Joes in preparation for it for some reason, so... I was going to watch the first two as well. Is it worth the rewatch? We might not even get to watch Snake Eyes, so yeah, yeah we'll probably s- not. We'll see, because if we don't watch it next week, I don't know if we'll get a chance to watch it, because the week after is Suicide Squad, so obviously that will take precedence, and then I think we've got another movie the week after that. 
I'll have to check. So we might just need to skip a uh, good old snake, snake eyes. eyes. But we'll see. We'll see if we can fit it in next week. I think that's all we had. Anything else? Any last words you want to say about Space Jam? Not. Never talking about it again. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you're all staying safe. We'll see you all next week for either Snake Eyes or Jungle Cruise. See you later. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.